0: Hey what's up y'all this podcast is coming from my car and um, just like last week you know it was kind of a catch up podcast I actually uploaded my IG live I think uploading IG lives to the podcast are really fun because you get to see me in real time and I feel like I get to see you and it's just a really fun experience for me. You know, I love interviewing people, I love getting the trust and believe stories and transformation stories and their take on things of what's happening in their life, but there also comes a point in time where I really like to connect with you guys because, you know, it's to understand like what's happening in my life and what I experience. And so, today I just had the most amazing, amazing conversation. Uh, with a couple on a flight from Phoenix to San Diego. Very unexpected and usually I don't talk to people when I'm on a flight, because I usually try to utilize that as uh, one, free time and free space for me to, you know, focus on whatever it is that I'm going to do that day. And secondly, I'm usually over, trying to get over leaving my family and this particular conversation started to happen and it was just wonderful so um after this brief intro i'm gonna come back and tell you how it was Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Sean T., your host of Trust and Believe. You know Each and every week, I want to take you on a journey so you can live your best life. Listen, I'm going to end every episode with a truth bomb so that you can take something away to continue to believe in who you are.
1: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't
2: change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at
0: uh1.com. All right, so I don't know if you know this, but usually when people get on airplanes, they're usually high-strung, they're stressed, and they really don't want to be there all the way to the point where people are actually lining up to board most people board at the wrong group number because they just want to get on they could be group five and they try to board with, with the pre boards or like with people who have children i'm like you don't have children go sit down stop clogging the the line and the space, but um, today was a little bit different um, because people were in line. And I fly Southwest whenever I fly from Phoenix to any Phoenix anywhere west of me. Um, it's a really nice flight, and it's pretty fast. And I usually board like within one to eight because you know southwest you board by number and I'm usually a one to a eight but today I was eight five and I sat on my plane and I usually sit in the exit row because I like to have extra leg room in addition to the fact that I feel like if something goes down I can be strong enough to lift off the door but anyway so I sat down and then immediately after a gentleman sat down and he was like is anyone sitting here which people usually never ask they usually just plop down and I was by the window and he was originally by the aisle and I was like no and he sat on the aisle seat so I was like hmm I wonder why he's asking me if anyone's sitting there because he's sitting two seats away and shortly thereafter a woman sat down and said hi to me very pleasant says something about him the guy next to me, like, he needs to drink more water, in which I immediately realized, okay, they're together, and then she went on to say, we've been married for 30-something years, and I just want to preface this by saying this woman's name was Fran, a very lovely woman, and I didn't stop talking to her from the time she sat down to the time I went to the bathroom after. I got off the flight. And the reason I want to tell you this story is for two reasons. Number one, because usually people are so closed off in today's world with whatever is happening in our climate. Some people are afraid to talk to people. Some people have a lot of stuff going on but they don't want to open up to talk to people. I think the world is really high strung. And that's why I said last week if I were the president of the US, I would literally do a live streaming workout every morning. I wouldn't require everyone to be a part of it, but I would actually provide it so people would, you know, release stress in the morning. And uh, so, especially at airports, it's a really high stress situation. Ever since 9 11 happened, you know, things have drastically changed. And I think people are really, um, you know, looking out for bags. Somebody could have just walked over to throw something in the trash and a bag is sitting there and people freak out, which I think you should be uh, on your P's and Q's. But. Anyway, so most people don't open up to talk to people. But today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to her. Yes, I could be planning my segments for my broadcast that I'm doing uh, tomorrow. But I said, I'm going to open up. And then we just started to have a lovely conversation about just life in general. And I'm going to skip to the part where we kind of started talking about the, the climate, the um, positive, negative climate of our country and where it went. And so... As we started to talk about where our country is today and the stress of our country, it was just really profound because these people are in their 60s, and I'm in my 40s, and not once did they bring up age about, oh, well, you're much younger, or, you know, back in the day, they really just spoke about, you know, how they wish that in today's time, people would just be more accepting and open just people and wanting to bring the world together and what was really cool and how Fran and I connected was you know she said she was in education and uh, she spoke a lot about um, how she really assists low income schools and it really sparked my mind to um, go into opening my own not opening but founding my own philanthropic um, Foundation um, that I've really been searching for for a really long time. So, the first thing that happened, which was really cool, that sparked you know excitement in my body, was that I finally realized what I wanted to do in terms of philanthropic my philanthropic foundation and helping people. And it has to do with kids. Now, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but it was just really great. And for those of you who have, have read my book, um, it's kind of taking what my grandfather instilled in me in terms of helping. People and pushing it forward so um, and I realize that I don't know if it's because I'm a little bit older or because I had kids or because it's just where I am in my life and I'm just more mature I really feel like I have the foundation of what it is that I want to do to help people um, in terms of
2: philanthropic
0: um, philanthropic oh come through Chevy talking um, so anyway uh that was one thing that happened the other thing that happened which was really cool is that Fran actually knew what um, the name of my in-laws Scott's mom and dad the name of their company that they sold because she um stated to me how she works with um education consulting companies so I was like oh have you ever heard of literacy first and she was like yes And it was really cool. Now, mind you, I had told her I had kids. I talked about my family. We talked about traveling with kids. She talked about her grandkids. We talked about screen time. And, you know, I kind of let conversations go before I, you know, I guess divulge the fact that I'm gay or in a same-sex relationship or, you know, how I have my kids. Because there have been times where I would be having an amazing conversation with someone and... They would, the conversation would dwindle off the minute they found out I was gay or the minute they found out I had kids via surrogacy or something about my life that didn't pertain, didn't, they didn't agree with, be it political or, you know, religious or social or whatever. So, but um, Fran kept talking and then she started talking about her brother and their partner and, um, you know, and I was just like, oh, you know, this kind of opens up this opens up a door for me to really talk to her and explain to them about my family. And then I was able to say, you know, this is my husband, these are my kids. Um, and it just really opened up the conversation even more. And then we started getting into not necessarily politics, but we started talking, we went back a lot about the climate of our country and Mike, um, the husband, really entered the conversation after something else but i go back to that something else after another subject but he entered the conversation and then you know he was had a lot of concern in his voice and disappointment in the world because he found a statistic that said that 40 percent of people are racist and he said he believed that if we um really try now mind you these people were uh, a white couple or Caucasian or whatever you say, I say white cause it is what it is. But you know, he was very uh, taken aback by a statistic that he found out that 40% of people were racist. And he said, if we, you know, he believes that if we get to the foundation of that and trying to eliminate racism, then he thinks that everything else will follow suit, be it, uh, sexism, um, all kinds of bigotry and uh, you know homophobia and you know just everything And, and he did have you know a really good point because of the foundation of our country in terms that we have uh really for a very long time been stuck in this place of racism I mean we used to have You know, my grandfather, my grandmother and grandfather used to tell me stories about the water fountain and how my grandmother couldn't vote and how she couldn't get a credit card or the riding of the bus. You know, they were born in 1916 and 1918. And so Mike is his name was just, you know, he was just really um, trying to figure out a way to make the company country better. But he also was, you know, just kind of upset in terms of wanting to give up and like ignore it and i said you know i don't think we should ignore it because i feel like we are people who are accepting of people and if we can show people the way we are and eliminate ignorance by showing the world that not every black man is going to hurt you because there are times where i'm walking down the street in a different country's town Uh, Or city in the US Be it a small town And I'm walking down the street And it's night And I'm by myself And people walk across the street And I'm like If there's anyone That you want to walk On the same side of the street with It's me Because you know I'm just a natural protector Kind of person But um, So You know We talked about that It was just so Wonderful To meet people Who were kind of On the same accord In terms of Where we are In terms of the human experience And Again, we didn't like to get too political, but he did say, you know, he for 35 years was that he knew Fran or been married to Fran That he was a Republican. And he switched over to Democrat. He was like, I've always been a fiscal Republican, but, um, you know, with his desire to really create social ch- change. Um, And his biggest thing is is racism. He said, you know, know, I change parties. And so it was just really great. And it was just like a really nice conversation to talk to people and just, I don't know. Uh, One of the things that Fran mentioned, you know, is just about, you know, alluded to was just the happiness. And we were talking about positive thinking. And she said she read a book that was, I don't know if the book was called PMA, but Positive Mental Attitude and how she really believes in her 60s that if people would change the way they think, it is an immediate change to the way they will perceive things and like their perceptions are going to change about the world and they will take people's intentions a different way. And I completely agree with that. Um, But I think it was nice to have a conversation with people where not only could I listen in, but to really just have a conversation where I agree with people that were of a different generation. Um, and you know, they were heterosexual, I'm gay and a different race. And I just believe that if people, and I think they do too, believe that if people would just open their minds to understand that people are different and the foundation of who we are can really, um, actually bring us together instead of make us different the things that we're afraid of i believe that if we actually go and try to understand the things that we're afraid of be it or not be it things that would you know hurt you or put you in harm's way or you know be unhealthy for you but just in terms of social and religious and culturally if you understand what other people are like and where they come from, it's not that anybody has to change their particular way of living, but you can actually go in and respect the way people do things and why they do why they do things and, and understand that the foundation of why we are who we are is because of what we learned when we were younger. And if we can just respect that, things can open up. Now, Some of you might be like, well, some people should respect the fact that I'm a racist or some people should respect the fact that I'm homophobic. But there is and that's where it gets hairy to understand, because I don't think that being racist or homophobic is allowing people to understand people and to love humans like it's different to be like this is the way I want to save money. This is my culture. This is my religion. I want to follow without degrading other people or bringing people down or not accepting people for who they are because it's just who they are racist is not who we are be like wanting to uh follow someone around the store just because they're black is not who we are these things are taught and so um anyway so just having this conversation being able to open up a conversation for me it was just really great uh When we come back, I know this is quick, but when we come back, I'm just going to tell you a fun little moment that Fran and I had, and it was just so great.
2: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me.
0: Thank you for joining me on this season of Trust and Believe Transformation Stories. This season, we're doing something a little different in efforts to keep you inspired, motivated, and to hold you accountable. It's one thing to listen to the podcast, but it's another thing to take action on your daily transformation. So look at this season as a course in your personal transformation. Every other week, the episode will challenge you to take action steps to further enhance your personal life journey so that you can have constant progress all you need to do to take action is to go to sean t slash safe space there you can download your worksheet of the week by completing these assignments you will continue to stay present by enhancing yourself and your life to join the safe space community just fill out the information provided on the site and you will have access to monthly confidence building seminars access to my live motivational talks and each month will feature a guest speaker to help you sustain positivity In different parts of your life Again, go to shantyfitness.com/safespace, A community of positive people That are here to help you grow For Trust and Believe listeners Use the coupon code TRUST At checkout and get one month free That's space And use the coupon code TRUST Welcome to the Safe Space Alright, so we're back And in- As I'm talking to you about the conversation that Fran and Mike had, Fran, Mike, and I had, it was just so wonderful and exciting. Um, So as we were having the conversation, at one point, Fran uh, said, you know, so what do you do? And whenever anyone asks what I do, I'm always like, eh. But she immediately was like, you're in fitness or something. And I was like, well, part of me was like, well, thank you very much because, you know, who doesn't want to compliment uh because i i was wearing shorts and a tank top but then she was like you know so what do you do and i was like you know um have you ever been up late watching an infomercial on a saturday and seen uh infomercial for hip hop abs or t25 or Insanity? she's like oh yeah and i was like you know that's what i do and, and she just kind of passed it over and was like oh cool So then we got into... In the beginning of the fight, we were talking about how her husband, Mike, didn't drink enough water. And I was like, Mike, I'm not going to be a fitness bully, but we need to get that water intake. And he was like, well, maybe I need a shake. And he was like, you know, I just like my vodka. Not that he drinks all the time, but I was like, well, you know, putting vodka in your shake may not be the best thing, but it's a good start. So we had a little chuckle. But then she, later in the conversation, after we talked about my fitness, she said... "Um, Wait are you associated with you know that beach body, that teen beach body? And I was like, yeah and she was like, oh my god, I've danced with you And so she put together that she had bought size and she has done size and it was just a really special and exciting moment um, because usually like I said, I put on my headphones and I just move on with my flight and I, you know, I, I plan things or I watch a show, but it was just really exciting. And so, um, I just want to leave you guys with this. No matter who it is that you encounter, no matter what you go through in your life, if you go through life and want to create change for yourself, the best way to do that is to find a new way to be open to new people and new ideas and new experiences every single day. And the reason that is, is because you will constantly learn about who you are if you're open to do something that you usually don't do. There are people out there who only do insanity or they only do CrossFit or They only listen to self-help books. And what I'm saying is not that you need to change the thing that you like or the thing that works for you, but it would be really nice if every once in a while you opened your mind up to incorporate something that you feel may be not up to speed or maybe not up your alley. Because even if you don't like it, what will happen is you will learn something new. Maybe you'll learn how to slow down. Maybe you'll learn patience because you actually are... Accomplished this new thing but you really didn't want to and I just think it's really important for you all to just open your mind to that and all of that and all of that is going to filter into how you trust and believe in who you are just by being able to be open to newness to be open to change to be open to living your best life by getting uncomfortable superpower number one Thank you guys for listening Um, I want to just continue to do episodes like this Because they're constant experiences for me That I have That I think that I can share with you And you'll hear in a couple weeks On the podcast that I filmed in Indianapolis You'll see that I'm not a self-help fanatic Because I believe that Some people might get mad at me. I believe that there are a lot of people out there that are just saying stuff to be saying stuff to get a response, to get followers. And I just believe that for me, the best way to go through and understand personal development is to connect to people. And that's why I do what I do, especially with my safe space. I connect to the human experience so that I can connect people together, to find a location and a space for us to stay positive, to uplift and build each other so that when we go on to the world of negative vultures, we have filled ourselves with such positivity and been basically immersed into a space where people are supportive of each other. And even if we are not the best or the best person at day. We are open to helping each other out instead of pushing each other down. And so, um, again, if you're interested in my safe space, it's uh, shantifitness.com slash safe space. It will help you, help you open up to a new way of thinking and help you open up to change and changing other people. And with that said, uh, my next episode is going to be really based on, um, how are you as a friend and how are you as a follower? Because it's a really interesting thing, in my opinion, that people are not connecting to people like I connected to Fran and Mike on the plane. And, you know, people out there that are building their Instagrams and building their social media are only looking to get clicked and get a heart and get followed and also about having your friends treat you a certain way and connecting to you and celebrating you and how are you actually what kind of follower are you and what kind of friend are you so that's going to be on the next episode it's going to be so different than a lot of people telling you this is how you use instagram stories this is how you build your following this is how you get you know a million followers quickly um because i think it starts with you so that's gonna be on our next episode uh, thank you so much for listening and like i always say trust and believe in who you are